So this one time I had this bag of apples. It was like in like a, it was like in a, a bag, like a Kroger bag or Walmart bag, you know, the plastic bag. And I was like pretty hungry at the time. Or I wasn't hungry at the time, but then I eventually became hungry, and when I went to go eat the apples, they all fell on the floor and they started bouncing, and I realized they were tennis balls and not apples. told it great i just right. didn't react for the uh, purposes of the podcast it's a beautiful day in the gulch yeah, and see. we're trying this new recording style where alex and i are each uh sitting back to back with the zoom recorder kind of dangling six inches above our heads yes we want to see if um if not we want to see what the Effect of not being able to make eye contact will be <laughs> on the general recording process. And, of course, since we're sonic experimenters by nature, we were curious what suspending the device would uh, would create. We're really pushing the envelope, getting a little avant-garde. We always do. We always have been. And now we're finally embodying our... Um, our beliefs, which is obviously what everyone strives to do. We're back inside. Yeah. I kind of considered pitching um, going outside. I thought maybe that would be a good idea. I was actually going to say that too because it's pretty warm. It's outside. really not that bad. We Should still we can. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a cat locked in here anyway. Glad we discovered that. Hello, kitty. <clears throat> Can we talk, talk, talk? Can we listen? Can we talk? Can we Alright. We gotta put on our little shoes. At least shoes. you cleaned your room, though. Yeah. That's a, a blessing and a curse. <laughs> a, a blessing in disguise. Um... To give uh, our listeners a little context, we're each unlacing our shoes. I'm lacing them up. Putting them on our feet. As we speak, I'm putting a shoe on my foot. Alex has his parka on. Got my, got my puffy coat on. So, did you have a good week? I did. Pretty good week. I did. I guess it's been two weeks since we last... Uh, yeah. Since we last saw each other. Yes. Um, I had a good two weeks. I did too. I'm glad we had a little break. I slept on last Friday. I slept until four o'clock p.m. 
When did you go to bed? Not too late. I just slept like many, many hours. It was delightful. <laughs> it was, it felt naughty. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it felt good because yeah. that sounds like something someone with depression would do. <laughs> no, it was, it was out of uh, lust for life that I did it. It was out of zest for sleep. Um, as you can hear, we just zipped up and we're now walking out the door. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, that's good, probably right there. That, uh... Yeah, that story was my mom gave me this bag of apples and I was like I was like oh great I don't really like apples that much but when I'm really hungry I'll probably eat like three of them in a row and I had gotten to that point where I was like in my house and I was like ah oh, fuck I guess I'll eat these apples because I was so hungry and then like they just I like dropped them and they fell out on the floor and just bounced everywhere and they're there were tennis balls. So. I, I love <laughs> Thanks. That really uh, clears up everything, all the loose threads from the last time you told that story. Um, that was ambiguous. No. Well, you just told the story again. But I like that. <laughs> I like that story because it's a complete non sequitur that actually happened to you. <laughs> yeah, I thought it would be a good conversation starter. I just thought of it today. I just People might it. wonder under what condition, why did you believe that you were given a bag of apples that was actually a bag of tennis balls? Why were the tennis balls in a bag? People don't usually have bags of tennis balls. Yeah, it was all bizarre. It was odd. I can't remember if if she was like, here, take these apples. Or if she was like, here, take these tennis balls. And I thought they were apples. Or if somehow, I don't know how the wires got crossed. I don't know if she thought that they were apples and was trying to give me apples. Or if she thought they were tennis balls and was trying to give me tennis balls. Under but for me, the whole time, I thought they were apples. Until they bounced across my floor while I was starving, and I had nothing. <laughs> I've never been handed a bag of apples by anyone, ever. And so, <laughs> I'm just wondering how it got it, how it got into your head, and and what condition, like. Well, was it at the apple orchard? No, I was just, I was at home, and mm -hmm. I was, then I was leaving home, so I was, like, my mom was just So you were 18 stuff. years old? You were no, I'm home? an adult at this point, I was, like, 28, and she's just, like, handing me stuff. Oh, know? why did I think you were a kid? Because I I'm, like, a big kid, <laughs> just, that's just what I'm like, just usually, or what, wh yeah, so I was just leaving, you know, and she, like, hands, you know how, like, Parents will just like hand you stuff as you walk out the door. Yes. Like one time, no, my, actually. <laughs> one time my dad was trying to hand me this little toothbrush. 
and he really wanted me to take this little toothbrush that he had. But it was like, I think it was like a toothbrush that was like broken in half. How often do you accept uh, used toothbrushes? Um, I don't really like it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do it often. I like to buy new when it comes to toothbrushes. Yeah. That's usually my rule of thumb. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I know. Getting um, getting a bag of apples from your mom <laughs> that later turns into um, a bag of tennis balls <laughs> only when you're so hungry is a lot <laughs> like getting a, a tiny toothbrush that might be a toothbrush <laughs> broken in half from your dad when you walk out the door. <laughs> that is the kind of thing that happens to a lot of us as we you know grow up and leave the house yeah yeah each time you leave the house they try and give you some more stuff yeah i don't want all this stuff i like the apple thing because that's like um it's like some kind of aesop's fable yeah yeah it was like i didn't appreciate it when it was given to me and then when i needed it it wasn't there right yeah I learned my lesson. Next time someone... Your mom tricked the <laughs> shit out of you. That's, like, she really taught you a lesson. Like, that, yeah. she gave you... That's like a, a mother's love. That's what the metaphor is. That is. We finally precisely. unwrapped... We finally got to the bottom of that, um... Of that relatable story <laughs> that so many of us, um... Go through, you know. Yes. The universal themes of... Of uh, receiving a bag of tennis balls that you thought were apples until you were hungry. Yeah. 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 That story. Yeah. That's. I've. I've been waiting to tell that story for a long time. I just remembered it today, though. Yeah. So. You were watching this clip from the Music Man. I saw. Yeah, I was. You really like. I was really so tickled this. by that clip. I uh, I want to like learn how to talk like that all the time. The we're talking about the clip from the Music Man where they're like, there's all these businessmen riding a train. Yeah, and they go, and they talk, and they talk, and they listen, and they talk, and they, and they argue, and they, or how does it go? Basically, I really would love to learn how to speak like a 1950s approximation of a 1920s uh, <laughs> itinerant salesman. Yes. I think that's uh, really one of the few like historical cultural touchstones that we have you know like that's some good americana shit and uh i don't want to lose that in the music it made me want to be in the music man like get everyone i know together put on on a show yeah (laughs) it's like such an annoying song it's i know it's It's, like mimicking the trains yeah it's like a chugga chugga kind of rhythm and um you gotta know the territory yeah. And he lives like a king. And he lives like a king. And he's selling bassoons. And he... 
Or what is he selling trombones? It's like he lists all the things. He's like, he goes down to town and he's he sells the boys a band with the big trombones and the oboes <laughs> and the ratatat drums. And, and the ratatat drums. Some of those guys like, you can't make a living selling ratatat jump drums maybe a, a <laughs> juice harp here and there but you can't make a living da, 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 da. i think he says mandolin uh-huh that's some american he, shit. he says juice harp at oh he some says point juice too. harp that too. really stuck yeah. out to me you know because you're like what'd he say <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh juice harp okay yeah wait is it juice harp or is it juice harp it is juice harp it's juice I always thought it was juice, like J-U-I-C-E. No, it's juice, like Damn. anti-Semitic. Fuck. It, honestly, there might be, again, I think this is the second time I've used this phrase in this conversation, but I think there is some historical precedent for calling it a juice heart. But I don't know what uh, it I'm getting is. all choked up. Um, I think maybe uh, culturally Ashkenazi Jews played this little instrument. Oh, But really? it just sounds really harsh to say it like that yeah yeah like uh yeah anything like a- anything like that it sounds a little harsh like there's like a mushroom i it's think called the jew's ear yeah, yeah and there's a and it's like why do you think or why is a jew's ear on the ground there's a great you know? big ugly fish uh called a goliath grouper that in some texts you'll see referred to as a jew fish oh really yeah which really just seems anti-Semitic, but, uh... Yeah. But, uh... But, yeah. Oh, speaking of ears you found on the ground... Americana shit. Yeah, yeah. That, that, there is some ugly parts of Americana, yeah. huh? <laughs> We're really learning a lot. Um, speaking of ears you find on the ground, you and I, Alex, we're native to Indiana. That makes us Hoosiers by default. Uh, Boilermakers by the grace of God. Yes. Um, but I was wondering if you had heard any kind of rumors about how the term Hoosier came to be. I remember the... I Well, I learned this from you. You told me this before, that it was like people would get in fights. Yeah. And their ear would fall off. And then people would be like, whose ear is this? <laughs> Or something. Yeah, I don't think, like, their ear would just fall off. Like, it was ripped out because it was a violent brawl. But who is... Who Who's is the ear? But who who is fighting? Just the, the pioneers. That's how they, uh... That's how they blew off some steam and kind of had some transgressive, culturally acceptable violence. Just a little, uh... Uh village-wide wrestling match on the frontier and then people's ear would fall off maybe just once or twice but enough for the entire people from the region to be named well something can happen once and then it becomes so iconic that um yeah it just sticks you know like you can piss your pants once and then then you're the piss pants guy piss pants guy you can (laughs) you can go out into the Western territories and get your ear ripped off by some hillbilly once. And, and they'll be like, who did that? Those Hoosiers. Those Hoosiers. They also say that, um, it could have been, like, uh, um, across the Ohio River, the Kentucky folk would yell, who's there? Who's there? Hoosier. I like that one a lot better. 
it's way more pleasant. Yeah. I was watching Gangs of New York the other day. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? I've seen parts of it. It's kind of boring. Yeah, it's very gruesome and brutal at first, and then it gets very boring. But yeah. it's a good movie. And like, in the but in the beginning, they they're like they're like in battles. They're like use using cutting off people's ears, and then they yeah. use them as money. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, did people actually do that? Or is that just some goofy, like, movie shit? They probably did do that, I would reckon. Daniel Day-Lewis is like, he's like, ears and noses will be tokens for the day. (laughs) But nobody touches this man. He was a good man. You know, he passes over intact. No, I don't think they, uh, he said trophies for the day. I don't think they use ears. that's historically accurate but why would you include something like that it's like martin scorsese like would i think he would probably not just put something goofy in a in a movie just for the hell of it yeah maybe he would i don't know i feel like most of the time with that stuff they don't do the goofy shit yeah the goofy shit isn't the stuff that's historically inaccurate like the historically inaccurate stuff will be like some stupid anachronism like how they like if you look closely you'll notice that he's wearing um buttons with four holes in them which weren't invented until 1873 despite the fact that the film takes place in 1864 uh, four. That, yeah. that was a good funny number 1864 i, like I think that. that's when it takes place I think that's when that movie takes place. Well, does it take place before or after the Civil War? Because I think, doesn't it take place in the throes of the Civil War? Doesn't some Civil War yeah, happen at the end? Yeah, it might be leading up to the Civil War. Yeah. And we, of course, yeah. we both know when the Civil War started off the top of our head, so. 1864? Yeah. 1870. I don't know. I'm not oh. testing you. I oh, don't know. Oh. I was just trying to make us sound <laughs> smart. Uh... I think it's leading up to the Civil War, yeah. Uh, speaking of barrels of things, um, I learned what a Cracker Barrel is named after. From the Music Man? There's a Cracker Barrel in the Music Man? In the song we were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking yeah. about barrels and stuff. Yeah, I know, he and did say like Cracker the, Barrel at one point. The Cracker point. Barrel is now obsolete because it must be in a sanitary container. He says it in, like, rhythmically. He says, like, Cracker Barrel is obsolete. Must be in a sealed container. <laughs> but that wasn't it at all. Fuck. But, okay, continue. Well, um, apparently back in the day, a Cracker Barrel was just this barrel full of soda crackers that guys would uh, just gather around. Very, very unsanitary. Very unsanitary. First of all, how do you get to the bottom? Like, I feel like it would just be, like, this top layer of crackers that these guys were just munching on, munching on and the crumbs were getting in there. That's and a whole nother story. They would get wet and moldy. They wouldn't even be crunchy by the end of the day. They have to be in a sealed container. Well, they do now. They did as recently as the uh, 1950s approximation <laughs> of the 1920s that happened to the music, man. But 
you know, in the 1800s <laughs> and so forth. I think it was just an open barrel. Yeah, that's crazy. And what scenario are they doing this? Is it like in a bar? I, I was imagining it would be in the general store, like during business hours. Oh, it's, it's like just a barrel full of crackers. Mm-hmm. And the and, and it's kind of complimentary, like, like uh, tapas. <laughs> you want to go for tapas? Or, or we could go to the general store and... Uh, stand around the cracker barrel I think it's akin yeah. to the water cooler of the 90s yes that's I was gonna say that I was like so it's like the water cooler but the water cooler implies that you're at work talking to your colleagues or your co-workers right and you're like you're so bored maybe you've already had your coffee that you gather around the water cooler but the cracker barrel if it's in the store that's in the community you're talking to you're talking to carpenters blacksmiths you're talking to you know people getting their groceries you're talking to that's right everybody just the people folk. working the there fo- the townsfolk that's right so you see it as a more it's more of a community space well the office is an approximation of a community like that's back in true, those yeah. days some village only had 200 guys in the entire place Back in the 90s, these megacorps that uh, <laughs> everyone whined about working at, despite the fact that they made like $60,000 a year doing nothing, but it was like the hardest thing. I'm bored at my job. I'm going to go to the water cooler. <laughs> We're going to talk about like something I saw on TV last Office night. Space, the movie. Yeah. I don't know. I like Office Space. I'm bored. I mean, I, I relate to that. Yeah, that movie's great. I love it. Yeah. But it's still, like, such a uniquely 90s... Oh, yeah. Like, 90s economic boom phenomenon. Yeah, fully. Yeah. It's like making fun of all that. Because in the end, he's, like... He's, like, quits his... Well, the whole movie's... I know it's making fun of that, but I'm saying that... Uh, looking back, it's funny... That, that, it is. that they thought to make fun of that. Yeah. You know? I th- is that Mike Judge? It is Mike Judge, yeah. Man, he's he's awesome. I love him. I like Mike Judge. Yeah. I mean, I liked, like, King of the Hill. I like Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. I like Office Space. I tried to watch Beavis and Butthead the other day, though, and I, I just didn't... We couldn't get into it. It wasn't really that funny. I like them. I like when they watch music videos, but I don't like the skits. Oh, I guess. Well, we. Oh, I put on the movie. Oh, the movie. Yeah, I. The movie doesn't quite hold up. Yeah. But I like when they watch music videos. Yeah. Like they do they like make fun of the artists? Yeah, if they think it's stupid, but if they like it, then they rock out. <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, it was a good litmus test. Whether ah. Beavis and Butthead liked your video or not. Ah, that's interesting. But really, it's the writers deciding what they like. Um, I think Mike Judge improved everything. Really, it's just him. Yeah, but yeah. I think to some extent he did it in character as Beavis and Butthead. Like they would headbang to stuff that they liked. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Sometimes they would be. Um, uncharacteristically clever in their criticism. Uh, 
yeah, that's that's Mike Judge seeping. Do you remember when they uh, brought back Beavis and Butthead in like 2011? Yeah, I I don't remember anything about it, but I remember. Oh no, wait, I remember it very well. I remember they watched the music video <laughs> uh, to Kids by MGMT. Do they like it or not? The, I just remember the little baby was wearing these like shorts and some little shoes and like some <laughs> socks and uh, but or someone was like, "Hey, he's got the same outfit on as I do." <laughs> That was pretty good. That's Beavis. That warmed my heart. Yeah, I can never keep those two straight. Beavis and Butthead. I remembered Butthead's name by... I think he has a part in his hair. Does he have a part in his hair? No. Damn. I guess I, I, guess I don't know how I learned Maybe it. Maybe he does. Butthead's uh, slightly wiser. Yeah, he's the smart one. But, but what is a Beavis? Like I know who a butt who and what a butthead is, but what is a beavis? I don't know, like a spaz or something. Is that is that word okay to say spaz? Probably. Not. I think in America. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, that I was like. To, or yeah, continue. That was just the original wave of bringing crap back from the nineties. I think that was one of the first major, uh... I remember they brought Ren and Stimpy back, Oh, too. and that sucked. It was terrible. It, like, made me feel gross when I was watching it. Honestly, even 90s Ren and Stimpy, like, rubbed me the wrong way when I was little. Because yeah. I think I was really little when it was on, and, I, and back th- even then I was like, you know, this isn't quite for me. I really liked the original one. It was it was like it was like perfect like little boy shit. Yeah, you're five years older than me, so yeah. that warrants it. I was like a preschooler, and you were <laughs> elementary school. Student. Yeah, There's, that's the difference. Yeah, that that is a big gap at that age. Except I didn't like that's cow a... and chicken either. Cow and chicken was scary because the devil was in it. Yeah, there was like a sexual energy to everything in that show. I don't remember there being a sexual. Oh, the devil's butt. The devil's ass. The devil's red ass. The cow's bulbous udders. Whoa. What about Rocker's, Rocco's Modern Life? Rocco's Modern Life I did like. That definitely had an edge to it, but I liked it. Didn't he... He worked... He had, like, a job as, like, a... a like, a sexy... Uh, yeah, there was, like... People really focused on that. I think it was, like, one throwaway gag in um, one episode. It wasn't, like... The it crusty crab. It wasn't like SpongeBob or something where he like <laughs> went to the crusty crab every episode. Dude, have you seen the trailer for the new SpongeBob? I have. Yeah. What do you think of that animation? I actually really like the animation. It's really cool. I think it's really charming. I'm kind of an animation buff. Really? Yeah, I, I like animation. <laughs> I like it too. I'm into it. Cartoons. Cartoons. cartoons classical music. Anime, anime. Animation. Yeah. Uh, I saw it and at first I was like oh man they made it they totally changed it and I was like no they didn't they just kind of like brought it more to life just a smidge well they yeah right it's uh it is a computer animation but they use computer animation to approximate traditional animation while also doing what like they can do things with computer animation that they can't do like it's it just improved on what spongebob was you know it looks ultra creative 
it's not like the Charlie Brown movie or something where it's just like in 3D for no Wait, reason. Wait, what? There's, There's a, a Charlie Brown. Charlie yeah, Brown it came movie? out in like 2016 or something. What? Yeah. What does it look like? Here, I want to look it up. Okay. I mean, it makes sense that you didn't know about it because, <laughs> because it you're sucks. not a seven years old. A seven <laughs> year old. I'm a seven years old. You are a seven years old. Let's see. You're a 28 year old man. 3D Charlie Brown. I would have looked up Charlie Brown movie, but <laughs> freak what you feel. <laughs> oh man, my last my last search was was uh, Robert De Niro in Cape Fear, because I was look I was looking at his body for inspiration for working out. Mm-hmm. It's the end of the year, so it's you got. You're, think su- of, you're kind uh, of preemptively thinking about preemptively 2020. Thinking of 2020. It's time to kick off this uh, decade. Oh, let's see here. Here. Yeah, I see it. Talk to me. Tell me what you see. I don't see it. I see like a okay. Because I, I think it's because you looked up Charlie three. <laughs> Dude, you looked up three R Charlie Brown. <laughs> I'm good at googling stuff. Let me pull this up. Three uh, R Charlie Brown. God damn. Yeah. It brought up a Charlie Brown action figure. I looked up Charlie Brown feature. Oh, here, here it is. The Peanuts movie. Ah, the Peanuts movie. Yeah, it looks all right to me. Maybe. Yeah, what? I guess I. I don't know. There's some really. No, this is this is no good. Yeah, because it's like, if if it's not adding more detail, then it's kind of just making it crappier. Because it's stylistically simple. Right. So it's like it's like turning these things into like Funko Pops or something. <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah. what is which is another thing I I don't understand is Funko Pops. Yeah, these guys shouldn't exist in three D space. It's weird. I tweeted would you rather get a Funko Pop tattoo on your forearm or a an ass tattoo that says Smegma? And it was unanimous ass tattoo saying Smegma. It says smegma. I think you should have said, would you rather have smegma on your forearm or an ass tattoo of a Funky Pop? Oh, whoa. Yeah, that that was much better. Because having a tattoo of a Funko Pop on your forearm is lame, but it wouldn't deny you employment. Yeah. Whereas having smegma on your ass, nobody... Like, you're never going to be in a situation where someone's going to see your ass and see the word smegma on it and like you aren't going to lose out on any opportunities basically yeah like you know for business or pleasure (laughs) whereas if you have smegma on your forearm you might um you might be closing some doors that you don't get a chance to open so to speak. That's a mixed fully, metaphor. Fully. But what about the... But if you have a Funko Pop on your ass... Are you closing some doors there, too? I think it might raise some questions. Sure. <laughs> I guess it depends on what Funko Pop. Yeah. That. What if it was a Funko Pop that said Smegma? <laughs> it just, I'm kidding. Uh, obviously. That's stupid. It's just a Funko Pop that just says Smegma on it. But, uh... No, it'd be, uh... Maybe like Batman? I don't know. 
I mean, it doesn't really matter, I guess. It doesn't really matter what it is, because they all look the same. What if it was, like, a Funko just, Pop of I'm just uh, being Pam a hater. from the office? I don't want to be a hater. Yeah, you know what? If you like punk- Funko Pops, that's fine. We're all doing stuff that's, like, stupid and temporary, and whatever brings you pleasure is fine. There is something a little um, dopey about, like, being really um, excited about, like, a toy of something from a comic book movie or something on the one hand but on the other hand we were just uh praising <laughs> the trailer for the most recent spongebob squarepants movie and i'm also never going to see that movie i just like think you it just decided cool. no i just mean like i'm never like i might see it there are some conditions i might see it in but i'm not gonna seek seek it out i love spongebob and i'm sorry i said bad thing about the funko pop it's okay, man. To each their own. I think, uh, I think that, uh, I think that culture is very fun to engage in, and however you do it, as long as you're not hurting anybody, that's good. What um? And I hope it didn't hurt anybody. That being said, funk feelings about what Funko, Funko Pop. Pop would you get? Like if you saw like the a tattoo off a, Funko Pop, a tattoo no, or a, no the tattoo. The, I think we've closed the book on the tattoo conversation. Oh, okay. Now it's like you have to buy a Funko Pop. Is there would a you, Wim Hof Funko Pop? No, I just said that. Like there should be. Would you get that one? Sure. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think I'd get. I can get anyone, like anything. Let's do it two ways. First, think of one that you think conceivably exists. Second, think of anyone. All right. So conceivably exists. Yeah. I would get uh, Lil B. I don't think Lil B is a Funko Pop yet. Um, but I would get. There should be a Lil B. Yeah. Funko Pop. Soldier Boy. You think there's a Soldier Boy Funko Pop? Yeah. No? I think see. most Funko Pops are things from movies or TV or like uh, I would get things that corny people like. I don't think <laughs> Soldier Boy has been made into a Funko Pop yet. If they had Funko Pops in 2007, maybe. Mm. Here, tell me what you're looking at. I was looking up I was looking it up to see if there was one. I don't know what would you get? Um, I don't know, man. I think I would get, like, one that was, like, invisible so I couldn't see it. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> <laughs> no, I would get, like, uh... John Wick Funko Pop or something? Oh, yeah, I, like, I saw a John Wick one. That was, that that one looks funny, I guess. But I, I don't like the removal of the features of, like, it's like they're, it's like they give the... They give the figure, like, the figure's body, like, identifying features, but then all the faces all look the same. Right. I mean, that's the genius of it, I guess. Tony Soprano, AJ Soprano, Funko Pop. Yeah, there's so many of them. I don't know. I just said that out loud. I don't know if it exists. Oh. A friend of mine, a guy I work with, like, buys those and sells them, and if if they, like, glow in the dark or something, they, like... He can get a lot of money. Yeah, that. I don't get the um the fascination, the aftermarket stuff. Like, I guess anything that's collectible is gonna have a market. But yeah, they sell ones that are like rare, and then ones that are like 
that you can get. It's like Beanie Babies. But at least a Beanie Baby is like... Actually, I don't want a Beanie Baby either, so... I don't really like little toys. I kind of want, like, adult stuff. Like, um... Maybe a sculpture. That, like, an... Here's an egg. I kind of like this one. Whoa, it's an egg? Yeah. That's pretty cool. See, they're, they're, that's cool because they're breaking the... They're breaking the expectation. Right. So you like that one because that one's goofy and different. Yeah, like if they're Funko Pops of just objects that existed in the universe. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, I would get that. I would get the egg. Mm -hmm. I just copied. I just copied yours. Well, what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Damn. Yeah, I'd get the, I'd get the pre-Miles Funko Pop and then... Uh, yeah, and then I'd get pre-Miles' choice, the egg. <laughs> they should make Beverly Bounce House into a Funko Pop. They better not. Well, yeah. So, did you see, you saw any nice wildlife in California? I saw a seal, and I saw, well, I saw four seals, and I saw a sea otter. I saw a whole slew of birds. Once you get uh, those Rocky Mountains. Once you get over them? Once you get over them, it's like all the birds that are over here have like a, a surreal doppelganger. What, I think there's some mean? common birds you see over here. Oh, uh, a goldfinch. I think there might be goldfinches over there. Think of another uh, one. A robin. There's robins over there. Think of, give me uh, one more. Um, uh... uh uh, Maybe one blue jay. A blue jay. There is no blue jay. There's no California. blue jay in California. But there's a Stellar's jay. What's a Stellar's jay? It's like black and has a blue head. That's cool. And there's a scrub jay. A scrub jay? Yeah. It like has a round head and has blue and a gray body, kind of like a blue jay here, except without the crest. Like an indigo bunting. In some ways. You know how there's an eastern bluebird here? Oh, the eastern bluebird. Yeah, that's here. You know what? They have a western <laughs> bluebird over there. Oh, and the deer is different, too. What? How is the deer different? So over here, we have white-tailed deer. Over there, they have um, a mule deer. Specifically, I believe it's like a subspecies called like a black-tailed sika. Uh, whoa. Is it, like, smaller? It is smaller. It sounds smaller because it has a cute name. Mm -hmm. Sika. As a rule of thumb, animals are bigger where it's colder and smaller where it's warmer. I was also imagining, like, an animal, like, perched on a cliff or something. Like, maybe if they live on a mountain, maybe they'll be smaller because they'll be less likely to fall down. Yeah, you ever see those mountain goats that can, like fit all four of their uh, feet into like a quarter yeah i love those it's incredible like they'll be walking along the wall mm -hmm. and it's like it doesn't look like there's anything to stand on and they're just like walking like it's nothing i love that so cool you saw and then you saw a seal yeah i saw four harbor seals did they look at you no, they didn't see me. I was standing on a cliff. See? See what? You were standing on a cliff, like the, like the, 
animals we were just talking about. Kind of. Did you feel like you were perched on it, or did you feel... No, I wasn't perched. I was, uh... <laughs> it was like a sheer cliff wall, and I was just standing on the ground. More like a plateau or something. That's cool. I wasn't really displaying any kind of, uh, gymnastics or anything <laughs> like that. That's cool. Yeah, it was dope. I love seeing large mammals yeah, in the wild. As fun, as, it's really cool. As, uh pleasurable as it is to see like a beautiful small songboard songbird it's a real treat to be humbled by a large mammal i'd love to see a moose one day that's my i've heard it's really scary yeah because they're like nine feet tall and two thousand pounds and yeah unpredictable and territorial yeah like of of one a friend of mine told me once that he was like sleeping in it in Canada or something and he was just he was cowboy camping for some reason just like in a sleeping bag just under a tree and like he woke up and there was a moose standing over him and it was really scary yeah because you could get trampled if you make one false move yeah he said he just like went back to sleep and then <laughs> that sounds uh, really scary well I mean like you can't like if you move if you like move like it might attack you or something true and it's like if a moose attacks it wouldn't attack me yeah you have good energy yeah it would just uh bow on one knee and <laughs> let me ride it like a horse <laughs> <laughs> i love the idea that like i have good energy so nothing bad can happen to me because yeah. that's just not true at all yeah you're sick right now that's right are you sick um i'm mildly congested you know, I spend a lot of time in the elements. Okay, so I know that being out in the cold doesn't make you sick. Only being contaminated by germs makes you sick. Yes. However, I believe that being in the cold makes you sick. Therefore, through the law of attraction, being in, in the cold makes you sick. Yes. Do you believe in the law of attraction? I think <laughs> I do. I think I do. That's the problem with the law of attraction. You think. Because if you, th it's like for your. Yeah, it's like what you think. It what you think becomes real. So like, if you think that it's not real, then it's not real. I think. Uh, so like. Hmm. But also, if you're outside, and you think that you're getting sick, then. Your, your body's probably gonna just feel sick. I think I'm as healthy as a clam. We can go, we should go back inside if you want. Are you getting cold? Well, I am cold, but I don't wanna go back inside. Let's just ride this out. Okay. You know, you hear that train going by? Yeah, it always feel weird when I hear trains here, cause I... We're far away from the train tracks. Yeah, it's bizarre. You know, I bet there's, um... A group of traveling salesmen on that train, <laughs> donning straw hats. It's funny that none of the, like the the salesmen are trying to mimic the train, but nobody mimicked like a train, like a uh, whistle or a whistle, anything. Yeah, I don't think they're trying to mimic the train. I just think they're uh, possessed by the motion of the train to sing in time with it, <laughs> to talk in time, to talk in time. With 
He sells the bassoon. He's. I can't even remember what they were saying. Rep that was so repetitive. And you talk, 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 and, and you bicker, and you talk, and, and you, you bicker, talk, bicker, bicker, and you talk, talk and you bicker. Talk. Gotta know the territory. <laughs> you gotta know the territory. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying earlier, like, what if everybody, like, had to talk like that whenever they got on a train? So, like, when you're riding the subway or something, well, people don't really talk that much on the subway, but it, like, any, like, public train would just be, like, it would be, like, I'm late, I'm late for work, work, I'm late for work, 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 work. I think <laughs> if, for that to work, you'd have to be more loquacious than just saying I'm late for work. Yeah, I was just trying to think of, like, what they would say. Or what people would be saying. And my boss is on my neck. And I'm <laughs> in my workplace slack. And my co-worker is sending gifs. And I'm laughing at the gifs. And I ha ha ha. And I laugh and I laugh. <laughs> and I'm reading on the paper. And I read in the news. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> no? <laughs> Shit. Damn yeah. Alright, let's wrap it up. Okay. How long is it? Or that was good. Thank you.